Hey guys, Cy here with a little bad news, good news, good news. Uh, the bad news, I will not be here again for this episode this week, but I will be back next week. Uh, the good news is, stepping in for me again, is the incredibly funny Kevin Bozeman. The other good news is that if you are one of our Minnesota listeners, this week, one of Chad and I's very good friends, and a guy we've made fun of a bunch on this show, Mike Cronin, is going to be at our home comedy club in Minneapolis, Acme. He's doing shows there Wednesday through Saturday. Acme is taking the pandemic seriously. They're social distancing the show. They're, everything is being done correctly uh please despite the fact that mike had the worst attempt at ever at being a guest on this program he's one of the funniest people we know and we love him with all our heart uh get your tickets now acmecomedycompany.com and enjoy one of mike's shows uh, i'll see you guys next week Hey, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. Hey, I've got some dates. I know that I've been reading in the last couple of weeks, but I'm just going to remind you that July 21st, I'll be at Helium in St. Louis. July 22nd, I will be at Helium in Indianapolis. Then I'm going to be in the Tiger Room July 23rd in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And a lot of those shows, I think we added second shows, or I know we did, in St. Louis and Indianapolis. So there are still tickets available if you want to grab for the late show. And then I'll be in Columbus, Ohio, July 24th and 25th. I know you guys uh, are missing Cy, but I also know that you uh, loved Kevin Bozeman so much last week with all the stuff that I got, all the messages I got, that I'm bringing him back again. Uh, and here's uh, some dates from him. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, July 11th, I will be at the Rouse Center in Crystal Lake, Illinois. July 28th through August 1st, I'll be at the Looney Bin in Oklahoma City. And August 6th through 8th, I will be at Zanies in Rosemont, Illinois. KevinBozeman.com for uh, tour dates. All right. You ready to let's do this again? Let's get it home. Yeah, let's go. Oh, I like that. I was going to say something, but I like what you did. Let's get it home. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Thank you. Happy Monday morning if you're listening, uh, you know, when it counts for our numbers. God damn it. Just kidding. Hey, across from me, you may uh, remember Cy Amundsen was not here last week, and he's not here again this week. So we brought back my great friend, Kevin Bozeman. Hello, Kevin. Hello, sir. Good, sir. Good, sir. Thanks for having me two weeks in a row. Whoa. Yeah, well, I, I had so much fun last week, and I know we didn't even scratch the surface of our friendship, anything like that. So I wanted to have you back on and shoot the breeze and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it is, we're recording Sunday night, 5th, the 5th of July. How was your 4th of July? My 4th of July, I try not to celebrate. Okay. I try not to celebrate. And not really like I was going out of my way not to celebrate. To me, it's sure. just a, it just right now, like the day doesn't hold the significance that it used to for me. I just, sure. Just going through some emotions, you know, with the well, country. It's just a, you know, it doesn't, it's just like you have a fight with your 
but your loved ones and you just don't want to do shit with them. That's so I told no, my- I, Yes, absolutely. You, you have a, you have a fight with like your wife or who, whoever husband. And then it's the day before your anniversary. And they're like, so where are we going for dinner? And you're still like, fuck you. Nowhere. Right, exactly. Exactly. And so I was chilling, but I did end up going over a couple of friends. Um, to my girlfriend's uncle and we hung out there for a little bit. And then me and a buddy, might have snuck off to the casino till nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so you, so you tried not to celebrate the Fourth of July, and you celebrated yeah. it all the way into the Fifth of July. I say, well, into the fifth. I just woke up an hour ago, <laughs> and this is nighttime. I mean, I need to sleep. I know that because last night I was in this, or yesterday I was in the sun on the water. Um, drinking beers that led to margaritas and I yeah. had exactly the only time I had water yesterday is when someone splashed me in the face and I almost choked <laughs> that, Dude, was my, that was my you, one time this reminds me of uh, this reminds me exactly of uh, our last comic standing audition when you and I in New York oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> So Chad and I are auditioning for uh, Last Comic Standing, and uh, I had a day before, right? Yeah. So you you went before. you went the day before me, but I got there on the as day I you auditioned. Was, as I was leaving, right, I correct. was leaving. They was like, "You cannot stay," and I was like, "But all my friends are here. I want to stay another day." And they was like, "Nope, nope, nope." And then I just kept telling everybody, "I'll be back. I'll find a way." And yeah, because you, like, no. you you had a flight back to Chicago, yes. and uh, and and I we was, were all we were all at the bar, partying, getting ready for the audition uh, the next day, and we were all just kind of uh, it was kind you know sometimes you don't get to work with all your friends when you're doing comedy because you're in the right. same slot on the show, and so it's really fun to get together. It's kind of like summer camp, right? So I'm like, look, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'll find a way back. So I get to, I get to the. Uh, airline i'm like i would like to be immediately i go i mean i like to be put on the uh i would like to be bumped if i would give up my seat and they go okay. sir this site this flight is not even close to being sold out and i go it will be it will be because there's so many people <laughs> flying out they didn't know <laughs> and sure enough dude not only did i get my flight bump i got a 500 voucher and then uh <laughs> i got a 500 voucher took the uh cab back to to New York City, met up with you guys, and then you and I got plowed to like four in the morning. But yeah, because what they right, well, they don't tell you when you're coming in from a place like Minnesota, where the state blue law is bars close at two. When you land, the they should go, hey everybody, we've landed here in New York City, and don't forget, bars don't close. They're not, (laughs) they're not going to kick you out. You make, you need to make an adult decision and leave on your own. So the one my my real kryptonite for drinking is flying hungover. I cannot do. I am miserable when I fly hungover. I don't like it. Either. I mean, fucking miserable. So every shot that you and I are doing, which is a lot, I am following it with a glass of water, Just chugging water, chugging water. We go back to your room. We're both pissed drunk. I get up every half hour to pee because I can't. That's how <laughs> fucking much water I drink. You, on the other hand, 
bought six Gatorades. That's true. And didn't touch one of them. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I laughed, dude. I was like, dude, good luck with your audition. I left whistling. I felt so good. Yeah. I brought a drink, is... but you was just, dude, you were out of it. And then you can tell the story of what happened on your audition. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it for you to take over on what happened with your audition. Because I, 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 I'm pretty sure it did not go as well as you would have liked. Well, let's just ask the listeners, has anyone ever seen me on Last Comic Standing? <laughs> and the answer oh is no God. they sure have not uh, i felt bad for that because i was like there's no way you should not be in the top hundred of last coming standards oh, i got but you I, and we got I ruined got, i mean yeah dude we got so fucking trash and then i i remember saying i was like Oh, I'm coming back, but it's not going to be good for all of you. And I didn't know it was just going to be not good for you. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't believe that you'd be able to do it. I thought you were texting me from the plane, like, on my way back. What bar are you guys at? And so I was just texting you back, like, eh, we're here. Nice try, whatever. And then you yeah. walk in, and I just, like, felt my liver pulsate just for a second. <laughs> do like, you remember <laughs> at, like, 3.30 in the morning, we ran into, like, Isaac Witte and somebody else and yeah, just we ate, ate all, all, all the <laughs> 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 were just, like, changed it their pieces, like, give me this pizza. Oh, it's so just, funny. They was like, what are you doing? We like, we eat your fucking pizza. And we put <laughs> nothing on it. Nothing on it. This is our pizza. Mine, mine, mine. <laughs> Then I went the next day. I mean, I so I had facial hair, and this is before I actually grew a, an actual beard. But I had, I had facial hair, so I trimmed that down, and I cut myself in like four different spots because my face is all puffy from alcohol. And uh, I go into the audition, and I go through my set, and I see one of the people just put their pen down, and then um, Wanda Sykes Hall is that Wanda Sykes Hall? She was the producer, and she just yeah. goes, do you have any other material? And I go, no, I don't. And I just left. It's like I, I headline all over the place. I do an hour show almost every night when we were doing comedy, and I did three minutes, and she goes, do you have anything else? And I go, nope. That's a wrap. <laughs> See, that's a wrap. See, I'm going back to bed. Thanks for oh the hotel room. Oh, my God, dude. That's oh, yeah. so ridiculous. So I will, for all you people that always question why Chad never was on Last Comic Standing. I I am the reason why Chad was never on Last Comic Standing. So I think it was a blessing for me. I, I don't think that I would look very good on all those contest I, I shows. I think your career worked out just fine so far. But yeah, it was, uh, I remember that. So yeah, so you telling me that, that story. Oh yeah, back I the, mean. The, the memories of, of I, Last I Comic wish, Standing. I wish I would, that's what, so I'm going to start telling my kids, like, make sure you drink water because Isaac's going to be 21 on the 19th coming up and he's having a party at the cabin. And I'm just like, there will be no minors. I don't care if people puke in the yard or climb trees and sleep in the trees. I don't care about any of that shit. No yeah. minors. And he just right. goes and he just goes, there aren't going to be minors, dad. There won't be. And I just have a feeling for some reason they're going to float over here and I'm going to have to start putting <laughs> fucking bracelets on kids. They're going to be coming over like uh, Call of Duty and like camouflage gear yes. and just sneaking in with boots. <laughs> yeah, so 
we, me and my buddy, we gambled till nine in the morning. We had some cocktails. Thank God they stopped serving us because you know Chicago. That's casino. what New York City needs to do. They, they, they need right? to just stop they serving people. Up. But I really liked, you know, I did some investigation on okay. the casinos, and I, so it's only three to a table. And what were you playing? We were playing a high risk gambling game, uh, Mississippi Stud. Oh yeah, that is high risk. Right. It's a high risk, high reward game. Mississippi stud. They had a big plastic shield. Every time you would get more money, they had a, they made you, gave you a squirt of hand sanitizer. No shit. Uh, If you took a sip of your drink, you had to step away from the table to take a sip of your drink. Droplet. You could not, right. You could not sit at the table without your mask uh, on. At all times, unless you took a drink. So, and everybody was all masked up or they had plastic shields over their face, like riot wow. gear shields. So I yeah. felt pretty good about it. And we gambled. I mean, you do, you know, I, I, I'll tell you the story. How I become such a gambler. My mother, <laughs> my mother, God bless her. When we were younger and we got good grades, she okay. would take us to the horse track to gamble. <laughs> So she thought I hold on every every word I hear about your mother. I fall deeper and deeper into love with this woman. So she thought she thought because I was good at math that I would be able to pick horses. <laughs> it's like that. No, I don't have some algorithm. The reason why I picked the number nine horse is because I'm nine. <laughs> Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When we when we got I good come grades, with some formula for you. Yeah, yeah. When we got good grades, my dad would steal our money that we were saving. <laughs> I mean, even when we got bad grades, it was all the time. Just it was just it was yeah. a community pot. Yeah. Your Did you, dad is is shame was shameless. Yeah, I mean he's he's up there. Yep. Right? The from the showtime movie? Yeah, I should I should be getting some sort of royalties from the show Shameless. Uh, yeah, I, no, yeah. I, I know a lot of people have uh, dads like that, and I'm sure the listeners are sick of. I, I my complaints aren't even real. I kind of run out of gas on my complaints now, where I'm just like, eh, this is boring, talking about my dad and his shitty ways. But what, did you ever win at the horse track? Yeah, I would. I mean, I won some. I mean, she wasn't letting me bet uh, a whole bunch. She bet me bet a couple of bucks. I think one time I won like seventy six dollars and lost my fucking mind. <laughs> It was seventy six dollars for like an eight year old, and of yeah. course she was, you know, she was like, "Well, I'm gonna hold on to this for you." <laughs> <laughs> Never really saw all seventy six. I might have got twelve out of it, but still, sure, at the time, sure. right? now here's some of your money. Go get something to eat, and then eventually, I kind of she yeah. would blow it off. I forgot about her. You, you come back with a basket of fries. She goes, "I can't believe those fries cost you seventy six dollars. That's incredible. <laughs> Dollar a fry. This place sucks." Speak to the manager. How much is this ketchup? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I've always been a gambler. Like that's how they taught me how to count. Like literally, count was when I first learned how to count. It was uh, I would go. Um, ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, jack, queen, king. And he's like, what the fuck is he doing? That's literally, I swear to God. That's how they taught me how to count, was it with a deck of cards. Well, this makes sense then, because you love sports gambling. You love uh, a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I, uh, I love odds, man. I love 
I love dice. You have. Yep. The, oh, I, I love playing dice like, too. You have the best possibly dice story ever. Uh, you guys got to go on YouTube. What's the same dice? Oh yeah, so called. If you go on uh, YouTube and look up same dice, Chad Daniels, it'll come up. But it's yeah, oh that, my gosh, dude, that's that story. was I, mean, I watched that story three times, man. I just was just like, oh my god, this <laughs> is know. so great. And I because I knew that none of it was exaggerated. <laughs> Oh, no. I was throwing dice with two broken ribs. I knew that everything, like when you was like your face and the soft soft velvet was just cooling (laughs) sensation because of the boot. I was like, this story is true. This. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's true. Yeah. So I like, I like, uh, you know, I like, I mean, I like high risk gambling games. I like to, to take take shots where I do too. Gotta, I, li- I like spend some money to fucking. I agree. But I, I like, I like for my heart to beat. Right. I like to like get yeah. that nervousness. Olivia was just telling me a story about, she got pulled over on the way to her grandparents' house on Friday night mm-hmm. and it, it, she just got her license. So she just, okay. her first time being pulled over, she saw a cop coming and she was so interested in trying to figure out if it was a cop or just something on someone's car that she swerved over the line of the shoulder and he turned around and pulled her over and she was just like fucking losing her mind she didn't know what an insurance card was or looked like no and so she's like immediately they go can we see your license and and insurance card and she just leans over and pops open the glove box and they were like miss miss We're going to need every, you need to tell us what you're doing. You need to let us know when you're going to start looking for things. It was crazy. Oh my God, dude. It was so insane. Yeah. Cause you, you, we worry like going, going to the glove compartment. Now cops got to be super sensitive for these things, even though a 16 year old white girl, it's probably not in their demo. Right. And I, and well, I didn't tell, I haven't told her any of this stuff. You know, I like, I didn't explain what happens when you get pulled over and I didn't explain don't just reach under your seat or whatever else. I mean, I, let me ask, right. I, I, have, are you having conversations like this in your house? Oh, of course. I mean, for, <laughs> yeah. forever, right? Well, I, no, I know, but I mean, forever, right? Yeah, yeah, and my son is not the best driver. He's He's gotten really good now. He's gotten okay. better, I should say, but he's been in, let's see, he's had his license for a little less than two years. He's had four accidents. Okay, that's a lot. It's a lot, <laughs> but the first three, the first three wasn't his fault, but I was just like, but don't you find it weird that you still keep getting hit? Like you gotta, you gotta be able to frogger your way out this shit. And he's yeah. like, what? And he's like, what's frogger? And I was like, well, there you go. There you go. That's the problem right there. Maybe you shouldn't have bought him a car made out of magnets. <laughs> no shit. This last rough. one was definitely his fault. He uh, was in our garage. He crashed into our garage. <laughs> he crashed into our garage door. But the thing about it was he was inside the garage when he did it. He was already in there and then back. And back into the door with <laughs> a giant den in. But here's the thing. He said, uh, you know, dad, um, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't think I put that dent there. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it matches up perfectly with the car that you ran into the garage with. Yeah, he like hasn't even moved it off the door yet, and he's like, "I didn't do that. I don't know." No, how that no, got there. I didn't. I don't know how that got there. I mean, I, I'm not telling you I didn't hit the garage. I'm saying I didn't put the dent there. I was just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, just fucking beat it. I think they just come up with these things to exhaust us. 
right? Yeah, so oh, we're too tired to even just fight with them over anything. Like now you're like, now I got to fight with you about who put the dent in the door. I'm now I'm no longer concerned with the fact that you put the dent in the door. It's the fact that you're not taking credit yep. or the blame for putting the dent in the door. And it's just, it's, it exhausts you. I think kids, their strategy is once they, he, once they wear us down so much and as parents, we just go, whatever. And then they just go, yeah, I got you, bitch. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. They just, it's like a sumo wrestler. They just sit on you and just, just, <laughs> and just weigh on you. You just go limp and you just like, I can't fucking fight this dude anymore. Yeah. I give, I give everything's yep. a fight, but yeah. So my other, my middle child will be getting his license okay. in November, but he has zero interest and in one in a drive, which I find super weird he is yeah. not embracing wanting to become an adult at all mm-hmm. so uh because i think he knows how much we we rip and run uh our oldest because we sure. we put him behind <laughs> let's go i gave him my car and got my own was like you're driving you are you are yep. the third parent now let's go this oh that's is when his this is when Jacob's practice is. Make sure he's there. Call us when you get there. We got the Life 360 app, so I know where everybody yep. is at all the time. And it's yep. just. I told yeah. Olivia, so she failed the first, her first behind the wheel test. And I told her, I go, it's no big deal that you failed. But if, if you do fail, you still, I'm not giving you rides anymore from your 16th birthday on. So you need to either find a ride or pass the test because I'm out. I'm not bringing you to school. I'm not getting up in the morning to bring you to figure skating. Fuck it all. You're so doing you, it. So you put mass pressure on her. Huge amounts of pressure. Absolutely. They but that's for all the t- oh, yeah, that's they- for all the times I've went whatever and let her get away with something. I'm just like not this time. So it's her first time driving. Did she get a ticket? A warning? What happened? Yeah, so they, he said, uh, the reason I pulled you over is because you swerved. And she goes, I know I got nervous when you passed me. It's like I'm new behind the wheel. And he goes, uh, he goes, I understand, but you still have to focus a little bit. And uh, he goes, I'm looking for drunk drivers. I can tell you're not drunk. Go. Oh, my gosh. I know. This but she, a, she was freaking out. This is probably a, yeah, I know, right? Because she's, a, I, I follow her on Instagram, and she's definitely socially conscious yeah, she is. She has a socially conscious, so I could see why she's thinking, "Oh shit, this is it. This is it. This is this is what happens. This is right. how I go." Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then, well, but then, then clearly, just bolting for the glove box—not <laughs> a great idea. Yeah. So we we've been talking about all sorts of stuff, but did I did I tell you ever tell you the story? I don't even know if I told the story last week. About uh, one time, I was I went to college at Wisconsin Whitewater. Okay. And. Uh, me and a friend, female friend, white female friend, we went to the movies after I got done practicing. So I didn't have my license on me, but she was driving. We went to the movie. She was too tired to drive back and she didn't have her contact. So I was driving back her car in Janesville, Wisconsin. Janesville, okay. Wisconsin, if you don't know, is where Gerardo Rivera had got his nose broken by the Klan 20, oh, wow. 30 years ago. So <laughs> like that, like that Janesville, Wisconsin. And so we're driving back and the cop is following us literally through town. And she's like talking about the movie. And I'm just like, will you shut up? She's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You're, we're fine. We're fine. Like, no, we're not. He is following us. Sure enough, pulls us over. And uh, I go, what's going on? Why, why are you pulling me over? He goes, you don't have a light illuminating over your license plate. 
<laughs> oh my god how, how, so how how far did he follow you oh so i would say at least two miles which is a long time on city blocks right so he's following you for two miles and he's probably on page 78 of what can i pull people over the what can i pull people yeah, over he's book going through shit yeah because we it's were finally out of gets, town and i yeah. go i say to him, i go he better make his move because we're almost out of town and uh sure enough right before he got out of town pulled over light aluminum light not aluminum with the lights in plate and then uh and uh, I was like, and then I said, trying to be funny, I was like, well, thank God this isn't my car. Arrest her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how funny did he find that? <laughs> not funny at all, dude. He did not find any humor in that. And then <clears throat> I didn't have my wallet. So he gladly, gladly runs my uh, plates. I'm gra- sure. gladly runs my ID and stuff. Yeah. And he's asking me all sorts of questions. Like, you ever been convicted? Ever been any warrants out or whatever? And at this time, I had none of it. So I was just like, oh, I got suspended once in the fourth grade for fighting. Does that count? And he was like, no, it doesn't count. And he was getting angry (laughs) because he couldn't find anything on me. So he pulls out my friend, brings over to the side and tells her, you need to be careful with who you hang out with now. uh, What? From now on. And sent us on our way. God, did she hang out with you anymore? She did, but um, not like the way I wanted her to hang out with me. <laughs> but, she did. but yeah, so uh, that was uh, that was like my first and not my only sure. <laughs> cop experience. I had a cop one time uh, speed up alongside of me and saw that I was black and got behind me and pulled me over. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so I've been seeing this thing uh, this meme that's out on Facebook and it's out on some other social media platforms, but it says, um, you know, you know, police will leave you alone if you don't do anything illegal. Right. And yeah, so my, my, my fucking brain just explodes because yeah. I've been pulled over in South Dakota, South Dakota with my friend Art Roseman, who's black. And he, Art was in the passenger seat and the cop asked Art to get out of the car. I was driving. No shit. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, no, 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 no. I go, why? Why Why does he have to get out of the car? He goes, oh, I have some questions for him. I go, ask him right here. What are we doing? Yeah, that was shit, right? I, I couldn't even believe that. And if, if you guys, so um, there's a guy on Instagram, very funny comedian, but his his Instagram name is at he was funny. And um, he has testimonials of uh, so many black men talking about, I mean, there was one guy on there. He was walking his parents' dogs and the cop, a cop stopped, started asking him all these questions, and the guy finally was just like, do you think I broke into a house to walk dogs? <laughs> I mean, you think I just went in there to get dogs it, to walk them? It's so crazy, man. You think about, uh, it's almost like one of those uh, Food Network shows where those competitions and the cops are like, chefs i show you how i kill black people two ways <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> it's like so what i prepare, prepare for you today is how many different ways we think about all the different ways the 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 white woman police officer going into her she thought it was her house right but it wasn't her house it was, was, that, a was neighbor's apartment. that was a white dude she'd have been like what the fuck are you doing here and he'd be like this is my house bitch and then she'd be like oh sorry but the black dude she just like right shot away him, right? yeah without... shot right away that way you think about how 
Trayvon Martin was stalked by George Zimmerman, who who ended up getting his ass beat, then killed him, then auctioned the gun, and then he uh, sued the family. Right. Right. So George Zimmerman sued the family. You think about how many different ways you can get killed by a police officer, and it's just like, nah, man, that's... You guys don't commit crimes. No, that right. is not the that exactly. is not the crux of the issue. Well, at George, all. George Zimmerman wasn't even a cop, right? No, he was, he was uh, just like neighborhood watch bullshit or something. Right. That, that, that's what he claimed. I mean, people can't see me. I'm holding up air quotes right now. Neighborhood watch. But here's um, the thing, though. Like, if you're neighborhood watch and you find someone suspicious, the first thing you do is just go up and introduce yourself. Hey, man, how you doing? I haven't recognized you around here. Just right. Wait. Hey, my name is George Zimmerman, part of Neighborhood Watch. Good to see you. Welcome to the community. You live around here. <clears throat> you can ask all of those basic questions right. as opposed to just following the dude. Right, exactly. And just you stalk them. And people, I, and, and, and it kills me that women stick up for him more than men because how many, like, if you're a woman and you're being stalked and followed by a right. dude and you feel like you have no other recourse but to jump out of the bushes and try to beat the shit out of him because he's been following you like how would you how do you not grasp that as a female i i it's it's really crazy that people I, I don't, don't, I don't want get it to have yeah. this real conversation so anyway well, no no no, because we've talked about this before we we had a long conversation on the podcast about this and we we talked about how people don't want to do it because it's out of their comfort zone it's uncomfortable they don't want to you know uh, I have a good life. My daughter has a good life, but then do we not, do we just turn a blind eye to everything right. because we have a good life? No, we, I've got to get in there. We have to, you know, have our voices be heard as well. And, you know, I, again, I didn't even think to talk to my daughter about how to respond when a cop pulls her over. And yeah, that's like, I, that's I, like I, day that's, one for you. That's, that's, that's before day one. That's yeah. pre- that's pre like what to do, how to talk to, and my, my oldest is uh, pretty good. He's, I'm not worried about him as much. Uh, my middle, if he doesn't, if he hasn't done anything wrong and you pull him over, he's going to have some words. Oh, because That's, he's like, what the hell are you pulling a, me over for? Right. Kind of thing? He okay. is a, he is a guy that doesn't get why you would, blame him something or accuse him of doing something if he felt like he didn't do anything wrong. So sure. he wouldn't just say, Oh, it's okay. Officer. We're good. You know, hands like he wouldn't put his hands up. So he needs, so it's, it's, uh, it's like he needs to be right. Is that kind of the deal with him? Yeah. yeah. If he feels he's, if he feels he's right, then he won't, he will need to be right. He won't sure. relinquish. He won't compromise even even if it's a police officer. So, which, but did, I don't know if you saw like the, you know, your Minnesota guy, uh, Maya Moore. No. So Maya Moore. Okay. So Maya Moore, I think, uh, won the 10 best, uh, college basketball, no 10 best, uh, female basketball players ever. I think okay. top 10, two time player of the year, UConn, two time national champion, <clears throat> four championships with Minnesota, three overseas, age 29 didn't play in 2019 <clears throat> excuse me because there was a guy uh who was in prison wrongfully and she sat out the year Holy in a prime shit. of her career to get him off and they just 
got him out. Just oh, got him out. Wow, that's amazing. So he was 16 years old, and somebody got shot, not killed. Somebody got shot, was breaking in somebody's house. Somebody got shot, and he's 16 years old. They charged him as an adult because he had, had a prior conviction. Uh, come to find out that they found that there was a, a different set of fingerprints that mm-hmm. wasn't his on the door, and the police they didn't admit that in the to the to the evidence, and it wasn't okay. until somebody did back work and they found like, well, what's this set of fingerprints doing here? And that's how they was able to get them off because the fingerprints wasn't even his. That's but incredible. Was, but they just decided to fucking hold it, like they didn't they didn't even go, hey, which is. The question is, I ask you this, is it wanting to get a conviction way more important than finding out who did it? Well, I mean, for finding out who did it is, is, I mean, once you know that there's more proof and there, that didn't come up in the trial, I mean, I think you have to, you wash it. I know. Right. But when you don't, then there's something about you know because i watched the wire and it's something about they got to close so many cases right you can't have so many open cases right so you have to be able to say yo we got to close this case Mm -hmm. is this you you think he did it and they go yep he did it okay well let's not get this evidence in Let's keep this evidence. That's unfucking believable. Which is crazy. It's so crazy because you're talking about somebody's <clears throat> life, and, it, and if you're looking for someone else, that in itself is reasonable doubt. But then they don't. <laughs> they know, don't. I know. They go, right? I know. But then that that person is whoever did it is Roman free. But as long as they was able to close the case, they're good with it. And so your anyway, son's yeah. your son's getting out of trouble just by telling you he doesn't know who put the dent in the garage door. <laughs> that's how he gets out of it right. I don't know who did that dad, but whoever did it I can tell you for sure he's probably a piece of shit well and we know there's only one set of fingerprints on this fucking dent right. and they are yours <laughs> oh my gosh dude the things that they will argue but yeah I mean I'm going through some mixed dude I'm going through mixed things so my son is you know he's a, a my middle child good in basketball and soccer Yep, and he's just told his coach that he's no longer going to play soccer full time. Now I always wanted him to play basketball, but we've put so much money, invested so much time, and he's so good at soccer that I took it way harder than I thought I was going to take it because it's like soccer. I still don't know the rules. <laughs> I still don't know the rules of soccer. Like I, I go to all these games and I just hang out with the Hispanic parents, and when they scream at the refs, I'm like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. I told Olivia, I told Olivia it's going to be awesome because it's the one time you will never hear me yell at a ref because I have no clue. <laughs> no, idea. no idea. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> I know if something exciting happens, I know that it's probably illegal. That's what I know about soccer. <laughs> oh, something exciting happens. No, it's all sides. I, I figure because I got excited. Like, that's not good. So, but yeah, so he's punning on it. I think he might play high school soccer, but that's how it is with uh, when travel sports like they. Yep. Told him he's like, you got to choose, man. Either you know, you all in on soccer, or you know, you can't be a part of this team. This team is really good. And he's trying to, he's trying to send kids to pro, pro in college, like sure. it's like that level of a soccer team. But yeah, and Jacob just said, no, man, no, I'm not going, 
I'm not going to do it this, this year. Why, why not? Because he wants to, because he's making them choose. Oh, the soccer coach is making him choose basketball or soccer. Yes. And then he called his bluff. It wasn't really, he called his bluff. This was not a bluff. This was okay. here are my cards. This is the hand. <laughs> Either you're going to play this hand or you're not going to play this game. Uh, because it's true. It is true. Like when Jacob focuses on basketball, his soccer falls off and then he catches up with soccer and then basketball starts and then his basketball skills are rusty. So sure. because of the, the demand nowadays, you, you always got to play all season round, all season yeah. round. So we're, we'll probably just end up playing high school soccer, but it's not the same level. I mean, it's just high school soccer is as awful as you would think it would be. Oh, I've watched high school soccer. It's, it's brutal, right? It's I just know. like, Jesus Christ. I've seen so. the ball sit for 15 straight seconds without anyone kicking it in high school soccer. They just kicked it, and then they were like, oh, God, and kind of just started walking towards it. It was amazing. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, these – I mean, he was on a bad team at first, and they was always getting the shit beat out of him. And we are in the suburbs, and so these soccer dads were always so optimistic. They was like, oh, oh, I thought we had them till they scored three goals on us in the first five minutes. I was like <laughs> – <laughs> Did I, he, he tells, I knew we were in trouble. I was like, is that when you knew we were in trouble? Because I knew we were in trouble when 15 Mexicans rolled out of the minivan. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, we are in trouble. We yes. must get the shit beat out of us. <laughs> They're so good. And then my son ended up playing for that team. And that's the team he was playing for. And they were like, nah, dad, we trying to put pros out here and you doing this on the side, which I get, but I'm still kind of bummed about. Oh my God! Well, so can you invest? Because he's been since five. So it's yeah, you know, almost eleven years we've been traveling around the country for soccer. I mean, he's doing tournaments in Vegas and everything. Oh, that had to have been rough on you, poor, poor guy. <laughs> hey, how, how are the games? Did you get to watch video of the game? I don't game? know. I, I know. <laughs> of course you didn't. <laughs> no, I actually didn't get a chance to go to that one. I was working, but I was like, God damn it. Um, How'd the boys do, Kevin? Oh, they lost ace to zero. <laughs> <laughs> they actually they scored gotta, jack goals in the second second half. <laughs> they, they scored nil. What? <laughs> um, and so my oldest now is all into basketball, and he just, MIT is recruiting him. What? Fuck yeah. He gets to meet Goodwill Hunting? Uh, well, if he gets, he, you need a, a 32 minimum just to be considered on your ACT. That's incredible. You need a 32 minimum. I mean, he doesn't have a 32 yet. He got to build up to that, but it's great. Right. He's a 415 GPA yeah. kid. And and I'm like, and his mother is like, yeah, this is going to be, we're going to work and get to school and get him there. And I was like, no, no, we're not. She's like, why not? I was like, because it's division three. He's not going D3. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's MIT. I don't give a shit. It's division three. We're not going to division three. I don't give a shit. I go, oh, that's can go so Ivy funny. League and have the same. I'd rather go division one. And yeah, maybe Penn or Princeton isn't quite MIT, but shit, like, I want him to play. That's so amazing. I, that's me as the parent, right? Well, that's right. Well, I, I've parent. seen the videos that you've shared of him, and they're unbelievable. Yeah, he's super athletic, right? He's no a kidding. Super athletic kid. He's just got to put 
put it together and get out of his own head. But I'm like, we're not signing on to a D3 school before his senior year. What if he has a monster year? No, I don't. She's like, I don't care. We want to go to MIT. I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> she, can't, she can't understand like why I'm pissed that MIT is yeah. calling my kid. I'm like, I don't this conversation up. I don't want free tickets to the science fair. I want free tickets to an NBA game. Let's get this kid in a D1 school and get him drafted. Right. We, where's our priorities at, yo? Right. What are we doing? Fuck MIT. Fuck that's the MIT. Weird, that's Fuck the weird thing about sports. For. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's flattering that they called him, but yeah. The so they, whole time, I'm just... They they approached you guys? Yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. They reached out to him, sent him a letter, and then they called him. It was just like, this is the coach for MIT. He's just like, you know, uh, if you as long as you can get up to a 32 on the uh, ACTs, we'd love to have you. They practice five to seven every day because that's the only time, like, there's no classes that's going on. So they'll have a two-hour practice, five to seven, that's it. That's their practice time because of how demanding oh schedules God. are. You know, like when I was playing, like sometimes our coach would be pissed. We'd be practicing for three, three and a half hours if he got pissed at us. But now sure. it's just two hour practice. He was telling them all that, and I was, yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, but if he if he ends up getting injured, they'd probably be able to make a new piece out of stem cells or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, right. But it's still be like, who cares? It's 12 people at your game. It's D3. Who gives a shit? Like, Actually, there's, there's Kevin, there's queen people that show up to those games. That's how I'm counting from now on. <laughs> you should. I'm going oh, to. my God. Dude. I was I, like, at first it was fun. For them, like, when I was counting, like, that was cute until, like, when friends would come over and I'd be like, I can count. And they'd be like, you can count. And I start counting. My parents would be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. That's so funny. And then you get to 14, you're, you're like, ace of diamonds, two of diamonds, three of diamonds. That's how we count. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, oh, that's so funny. So, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess a lot's been going on this last week with, like, like between him, my son not playing soccer anymore, my other son getting recruited by MIT. I guess these are good problems to have, but Jesus. Uh, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> I, but what's wrong with me? And I'm like, just bothered. Like, I'm, we, we literally got into an argument over whether or not we should pursue MIT. And I'm like, no, this is not, this is not what we want for him. And it's the same thing. He's like, what, I can get an academic scholarship. I don't give a shit about an academic. You can also get an athletic scholarship. And that means way more to me than it does to anybody else. I don't know where everybody else's priorities are, but I fucking want you to get an athletic scholarship. Uh, I hope this never happens. But imagine him at 38 years old in middle management and somebody's like, how's your day going? And he's still going, well, my dad didn't let me go to MIT. I don't know. How's your day going? I had an academic scholarship to MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And uh, that's where Goodwill Hunting uh, learned all his stuff. Yeah. And uh, now I'm here. Instead, oh, I instead, I went to uh, Western Carolina Tech. <laughs> How come? Because it's, oh, did they have your major? No, no, no. It's D1. <laughs> it's Division 1. It's and a that's, D1 uh, school. 
this is where my dad made me go. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, we'll see how it plays out. I believe he's going to be all right. I believe he's. I believe he's got it in him to be a politician because he's. He can. He's so great at conversating with adults and just can talk. And he's so charismatic. I believe he's uh, got it in him to be a lawyer. But I'm not thinking about that for a while. <laughs> you can do that after after you after you're done chasing my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you can go chase your fucking dreams. My dream first, and then your dreams. I'm going to live through you until I'm 60. Yes. On my 60th birthday, you're free to make your own choices. You're able to do whatever the fuck you want, but right now, let's stay focused. Oh, that's so great. Is he the one that um, that said, tap that? Yep. Oh, man, will you tell that story? That's so oh, funny. Oh, my gosh. So... Uh, we were at a, a neighbor's house and a neighbor was telling us, um, God, let me remember. So the neighbor was telling us, uh, and he's like, your, your son, Kevin is pretty impressive. I go, oh, what happened? He's like, uh, I was, they were at a dance or whatever. And I was one of the chaperones there and I'm watching Kevin talking to his friends and he was, uh, and they would point to a girl and he's Kevin was saying to his friends, like, yo man, I'm, I'm about to tap that. And his friend was like, you're not going to tap that. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm tapping that. And I was, and as he was telling me the story, I'm like, what the fuck? Because at the time, Kev was <laughs> 13, 14, maybe. Sure. He's like, I'm going to tap that. <laughs> and I was like, what the, f- why are you telling me this? And why are you speaking so glowingly of him? They're like, who says that, right? And so his friend was like, no, you're not. He's like, oh, watch, watch. And Kev goes up and taps her on the shoulder and she goes oh hey kevin and kev looks back at his friends like yeah and his friends was like oh kev tap that i think that is the most adorable innocent story of innocence that i've oh ever heard yeah dude he's like oh kev tap that everybody was all excited because this girl was like a, a year older so she was like maybe 15. <laughs> So Cab went up and tapped her shoulder and started talking to her. And it well, was like now going it's, crazy. It's COVID. You can get arrested for tapping. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So yeah. Hey, uh, I gotta go. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do to that's what I do to sigh all the time. We'll have all this big momentum and I just go, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Okay, man. See you later. All right. What? Okay, cool. Uh nice. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, uh, you want to tell, uh, this is my favorite story that you tell that happened to the two of us. And it is when we went to the movie uh, with, with the old man. You, do you remember the movie you went to go see? I think it was walk the line. Was it not the Johnny cash story? Yep. And it was after it was out for a while. Yep. We, we got trashed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the you, next day we went super hungover. Right. You and me were the only ones in the movie theater Correct. until our friend showed. Yes, he was. I'm going to guess 80 years old. 80 year old dude. First thing Chad does is he's got movie hot dogs. So that should tell you how trash he is. You also sat next to me and said, uh, I, I, I don't do none of that. I ain't gay shit. I'm, I'm here with my friend. I'm sitting next to you. And I was like, exactly. oh, fine. Right. I go fine. Yeah. That, well, that's I just, so... I, I, people that have <laughs> seen my show in the last year know that I have no time for leaving an empty seat. Right. So you sit next to me, we sit next to each other 
and the previews are starting and this old man comes in and he kind of just wandering around aimlessly and he's looking standing there in our aisle and we're yep. like oh come on <laughs> come on dude. then he starts walking down the aisle slowly and slowly toward us just like creeping along and we are trying our best to hold it together then he's standing <laughs> right next to us right next to you right next to me he's on he's your side right yes. next to me and just standing there and then he proceeds to try to sit on my lap <laughs> And Chad with a mouthful of hot dog screams, what the fuck? And dude it was jumps. Incredible. Jumps and then sits right next to us for like the first 10 minutes. So I to this day, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the first 10 minutes to walk the line because that was the only time I seen it. So I don't know what happened. Because we were in part fear, part hysterics, laughing. Yeah. Then didn't he get up and go around and sit right behind us? He sat right behind us, and then I didn't watch the rest of the movie because I was waiting for my throat to be slit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth so he almost sat in my lap Jasper, what the fuck did he sit right next to us <laughs> it's just and then uh, uh, he gets up and then sits right behind us and I mean I, I believe the movie was great but I, I, I couldn't tell you I, was, I wasn't for, I for sure wasn't 100% invested in the movie yeah I feel like you didn't see the first ever. 10 minutes and I didn't see the rest of it so together we'd be able to piece it I know, right? But yeah. dude, I'm like, it was so fucking funny, dude. Now, when you think about it, but there was a level of fear in me. Like, why wouldn't it be? Like, why, why would that guy? To sit right behind us after I cursed at him loudly? Absolutely. <laughs> I thought he was going through his little pencil pocket in his shirt <laughs> to, to, to go for my jugular. Just, <laughs> just Oh, man. That was, uh, I think that's probably our... Oh, fuck. I don't know if that's our best story. I still, I, you don't remember when we were in Milwaukee and I was passing through and you were headlining and Kevin Williams was your middle. Okay. And, and the fucking shit condo. Oh, that was, uh, that was a tough condo to at be. At the Comedy Cafe, the shit condo. We were all there partying and and you and I just started getting real cool and you and this is when you used to get epic drunk okay sure and you and kevin was peeing together rubbing your balls together no chance i don't i still don't believe you but i was there and i saw it and i thought me and this guy can be friends can i tell you something else what i absolutely believe that happened You guys would cover the. You guys had like a ball, like just like your ball in the fist, like popping out of the side of the fist. You guys were trying to rub your balls. <laughs> each other. And you know and what? You were so pissed drunk, dude. And you guys were peeing all over the fucking toilet. Oh, I believe that. And that was the invent, uh, the Wiener High Five, because my nephews, <laughs> they're twins. Yeah. And they get out of the bathtub and run around like crazy people. And then they'll come and they'll meet in like on the stairs and they'll tap dicks and go wiener high five and then take <gasps> off running again. <laughs> and we always had wondered where they got that from. Turns out it was good old <laughs> unk. It's genetic. Good old unk. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hereditary thing. I'm telling you, all the, all the oh people listening gosh. that have listened to the whole from the beginning know that I have no problem with that kind of shit. I'm not one of these weirdo dudes. It's like, 
you know, oh, I rubbed elbows with that guy. I guess I got to make love to him now. I'm not, I don't, none of that stuff. I don't oh care gosh, about yeah, any of this that. Was, this was still in my woodchuck days, so I was pretty sober. <laughs> I was pretty sober. I was actually pretty sick because I was drinking like three woodchucks and they were so sweet. And I'd be like, I can't, that's it, guys. I'm I'm done drinking. I've had enough. I'm going to retire. That's how I used to talk. I'm going to retire now. See you I have later. to retire to the bedroom, if you'll excuse me. I have to go watch a together. soccer match on television. It's <laughs> right. trying to figure out what the fuck are they calling. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was like when we first hung out. But I think 9-11, you want to tell that one? Oh, yeah, I do, because I really like this story a great deal. Uh, so nine 11, never forget Kevin had, he was out on the West coast and because the airlines had canceled all the flights, the rental car place allowed him to drive it, uh, his rental car back to Chicago, um, without any fees or anything like that. So he's driving through and which he stops a, at, which is a pretty nice vehicle. Like I got like a Ford Explorer, like a S, pretty nice. SUV oh yeah. It was a big SUV. It was really nice. Right. And it had a great sound system. And I know that. Because Kevin had stopped at a truck stop in Idaho. Uh, no, like not Idaho. It was uh, it was Colorado, I believe. In okay. Nevada or Colorado, like a truck stop in like Nevada or Colorado. It okay. Was it was deserty. Okay, <laughs> so he ends up getting the best of '90s rap, and yeah. uh, we're so I'm in Chicago working. When he gets back, he comes to pick me up. We're driving around. And we're, uh, I think we're even on maybe the Miracle Mile in Chicago. Yeah, we're right around there. We're right, we're right by the water tower. Okay. The water okay. tower place in Chicago, which is a great shopping mall. And so um, Ice Ice Baby comes on and I crank it. I crank it as loud as I can get it. And I'm, uh, I'm in the front seat, I'm in the passenger seat. And I'm up like, you know, kind of sitting straight up. And Ice Ice Baby comes on and we're driving, the windows are down, and then there's uh, African-American gentleman. We were driving by and he looks at me and gives me like, he nods his head to me like, yep, I agree. And then I tilted my seat back and he saw Kevin and immediately his, his whole demeanor changed and he just glared at you and shook his head no. Shook oh, his head in disgust. It was and I just incredible. Floored it. I just floored it. I'm like, fuck you, Jack, I don't <laughs> oh, that was so great. Oh, my gosh, dude. He was so disappointed. Like, he was going to give Chad credit. Okay, man, at least you listened in the rap. All right, I'll give it to you. But then when you <laughs> saw me, he was like, fuck no, 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 no. And you're the driver? Absolutely not. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, man. He got, we got a great kick out of that one for a while. I mean, that, oh, no kidding. That tickled our hearts. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, we've had a, We've had a lot of fun. I mean, we've been friends for a very long time. Yeah, man. Most of our stories, you went through a phase. One time you would get drunk and just start punching me. Yeah, I remember that. He <laughs> just always wanted to be a box. Like, dude, what are you doing? It's like, yep. oh, man, just like being around you. It's just yeah. I was like an annoying fun. girlfriend. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't want to sound like that guy, but you know, like the girls that come up and they just kind of smack you in there. I'm like, hey, buddy, that's yeah, what right, I was right, doing. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, dude, you are, you, you are way, and it's easy to say now, but you are a much much better drinker than you used to be well that's uh it's very nice of you i've grown up a lot and what's I don't the last drink. time what's the last time you were shit-faced was it last night 
It was, yeah. Well, I wasn't. I, <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so because I was. I know. I know. I'm drunk when I start dancing, and no one has to lead me into it. Like when I'm drunk you and I just on your own free yeah, will. I hear the music and then I'm done. I set my drink down and now I'm dancing for two straight hours. <laughs> yep. Can you dance? No. Not no. at all. But I love it. I mean, here's what I try to tell my kids. It's like you can be a great dancer or you can be a bad dancer, but if you're a bad dancer, you have to own it. You really have to own it and you have to throw it all in because when you're when you're just doing that like back and forth thing where you're kind of tapping the inside of your feet with your other foot, I'm not into yeah. that shit. I go for it and I'm real bad at it. <laughs> and you get everybody to play along too. That's your magical power is you get people to invest into bad shit. Horrible oh, I've shit. started a lot of bad dance parties. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's your talent, man. That's a good talent to have. I think so, too. All right. I hey. got to go. Oh, you son of a bitch. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>